Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is The Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini. And today is a new day, and hopefully you're going to have a great day today. I got some great stuff for you. Uh, this is all about ourself today. And uh, it's kind of like a, a knowledge for you to use at your will and your own understanding to integrate into your life, to help you, to upgrade yourself, and to help yourself to be aware of how you're doing, not only physically, but also mentally and throughout your whole life. This is kind of like a self-checklist it's a uh, like a self-analysis, and it's all based on a lot of the teachings I've received from uh, my study with uh, medicine, Western medicine, Chinese medicine, my Tai Chi, the Yin Yang philosophies, all the ancient Chinese philosophies, the I Ching, Yin Yang, Five Element, Bodza, all these different things, and uh, I try to extract the best and put something together for you. And this list and uh, the things that we talk about today. You may want to write down later or at least maybe listen to it once or twice. Unless you're really, really smart and you can catch it all, but it, it might be a little tricky. I had to actually uh, think about uh, my, my knowledge and wisdom and extract and pull together in a format that can be uh, easily acceptable and also understandable for you that you can use and integrate into your life. So uh, this could be similar. It's not as in-depth as what we're going to talk about in a moment. But uh, I'll just give you a, a quick analogy. When you drive your car, the first thing you do is you hopefully walk up to it and make sure it looks okay. Make sure no one had ran into it. You know, the tires are full of air. Everything looks okay. The appearance, the appearance is okay. There's no, you know, cracks in the windshield from something happening or whatever. So when we first do the appearance, look on the outside, and then as we get into the car, of course, we maybe notice something smells. Oh, there's old food in here, something stinky, you know, whatever. Then you get in your car, and then you put the key in the ignition, you go ahead and start it. And as you start it, of course, hopefully it'll start. But if it doesn't start right away, you know there's something wrong that you're going to have to take care of and figure out. So we've all probably had that situation with our car. And as it starts, the next thing we look at the, uh, the dash. We look at the dash, make sure the engine turn on we can hear the engine with our ear make sure it sounds normal there's no weird sounds there's no smoke coming out of the engine or anything like that and then we check the engine light check the gas make sure the air conditioning is working maybe the radio so all this is kind of like a self checkup and uh, analysis and as we it passes all of our tests and we can take off and we can drive of course as we drive too as we put in reverse or drive we want to make sure that sounds normal and feels okay and then uh, as we're driving down the road, we're still checking out, maybe not 100%, but some percent of our awareness is making sure our car is doing okay. So I give you this analogy because the body should be the same. And a lot of people, they, uh, they do do this to some extent, maybe not as to the level I'm going to give you today, but uh, the level I'm going to give you today, I hopefully it can upgrade and give you something extremely useful. And hopefully 
my goal is that it gives you a, a tool to use through your life to help you, to make you feel better, happier, healthier, healthier, and then make sure your life's going the right direction. So the, the first thing we're going to do is a self-checkup for the body. These, uh, this analysis that I'm going to give to you is one that we use in our clinic. And I, I do it quickly and maybe it's uh, not completely noticed by the patients because I'm asking them various questions just to see how everything's going on. But uh, one thing we ask is uh, about how you get out of bed in the morning. If you have enough energy, if you feel good, if you can get out. Because some people, they say, man, I, I really can't get out of bed. I can't get out till about 11 o'clock in the morning. Something's wrong. You know, if we have full energy, life force, we can jump out of bed. We can have energy. We can feel good. We can go with our life. So our energy is one of the things we got to check every day. Make sure our energy is on target. When our energy is dwindling, we're not feeling as energetic as we used to when we're younger, we gotta pay attention, see what happened. We gotta do a self-analysis and find out why. Figure out if we overworked, underslept, if we've exhausted ourselves and spent all our energy. Because if we keep going, uh, the road's not gonna go anywhere. Because a car with no gas, that's it. A body with no energy, hey, that's it too. We need the life force. We need the chi. So that's one of the first things. And as we get up in the morning, next thing we want to use a restroom. So we go to the bathroom, we use the restroom, urinate, have a bowel movement. There goes our second analysis. Hey, how's the smell of the urine? How's the smell of the bowel movement? Is something abnormal? Is something different? Does the urine look too dark? Does it have blood? Check it out. Make sure it looks you know, normal from your past experience. And the bowel movement, a lot of people never look in the toilet. It's... it's Kind of a funny Chinese thing. We always analysis everything to make sure our health is good. Look in the toilet after you have a bowel movement. Does it look normal? Does it come out like ice cream? Does it come out with a banana? Does it come out like uh, fruity pebbles? What is it? Because the stool, it should come out like a like a banana, nice and formed. But if it comes out like mush, next thing you know, you're not absorbing all those vitamins and herbs and good food and organic food you've been eating. So if you're having loose stools or diarrhea or close to diarrhea... Your absorption power has decreased. Find out why. What happened? And fix it because if you eat food, it flies through you, it goes out the other end. What's the difference between that and having $50 you put in your pocket and it falls out your hole in your pocket? Same thing. What you take in, you want to be able to retain and extract. So the urine bowel, make sure it looks pretty okay. And then uh, as you get up, start pay attention how you feel mentally, energetically, and have a, a reflection about how your sleep went. Oh, I slept good. Or I woke up four times last night to use the restroom. Hey, that's not normal. Or wow, I, I didn't sleep at all. I, I kept tossing and turning. The pain was waking me up. That's not normal either. You got to fix these things. And then the smell. As you go through the day before you shower, always have an awareness what the armpit odor is like. Your urine, your bowel, your breath. Pay attention to these things because the more internally something's malfunctioning is going to show up externally as an odor. So the Chinese medicine, we always like to analyze the odor, make sure it's normal. So when the armpit odor gets a little too putrid, a little bit uh, offensive, that's your lymphatic system. The lymphatic system may have extra acidic toxic waste from you know whatever we're consuming or putting into the body or the body's not eliminating properly. So the odor in the armpit that's a uh, Chinese medicine diagnosis that we use to see how the internal elimination is doing because our body, we eliminate toxic waste stuff from the urine, through the bowel, through sweat. And it just so happens that the armpit is one of the areas we can notice the, you know, the smell quite strong. And if we plug it up with uh, deodorant, 
you know, with the uh, with the antiperspirants, with the aluminum there, whatever else is in there, all those nasty chemical ingredients. When we plug that up, all the garbage can't get out, so it stays inside, gets stuck in our lymph. We do not want that either. So we want this area to be free and open. If there is a strong odor, you might want to reduce your meat intake, your fried food intake, your dairy intake. As you start to reduce all this, you know, food that's not so easy to digest and maybe too much in your system, you'll notice that the smell starts to decrease. So I had my own experience in my life and it was more when I was a teenager that I noticed this smell was quite strong. When I changed my diet, it changed. So I, incre I increased my vegetable, decreased the protein in the meat. Next thing, the putrid smell disappeared. So the, uh, the smell is a reflection of essentially what's going on internally and essentially leaks, links to our, uh, our diet. So that's one, the one on the smell. The symptoms, we always want to pay attention to the symptoms in the body. The headache, the allergies, the pain, the numbness, the tingling, the digestive stuff going on. Pay attention to the symptoms. So the more symptoms, there's more problems. They're basically messages that are telling you there's something wrong. And then uh, check the body temperature. The temperature, if you're too cold, when everybody else is you know, warm and you're freezing, something's wrong. Or if you're really, really hot and everybody else is cold, something's wrong too. So everything in the body is that we need this yin-yang balance. When things start to get out of balance, we start to have low energy, can't sleep, something wrong with the urine, the bowel, energy decrease, the, the odor in the body start to show in the armpit, the breath, whatever. Symptoms start to show up, the body temperature change, all these things. So we just got to pay attention. The emotions. When the emotions start to become you know, too much into our life. They start waking us up at night. And we have a continuous repetitive thought about something stressing us out. It's going to cause the body a problem, so we're losing that balance. So the key is balance here, folks. So if we can keep all these balanced, our body will do it quite, quite good. And then uh, the next one is the water intake. Do a self-analysis. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Of course, First thing when you wake up, as you get going, you should have a nice glass of warm water to hot water to flush out the stomach. And if you'd like, put some lemon in there, a little apple cider vinegar, just to flush out the digestive system because that's the first time you've probably drank water since the night before unless you drink water at nighttime. The, uh, the next analysis is the number of meals a day. Uh, the whole world eats breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So if for some reason that you're, you're feeling that you want to skip a meal, breakfast is quite often skipped. Sometimes people skip lunch. And uh, there's something wrong, too. The, uh, the digestive strength is uh, most optimal in the morning, and you're going to absorb more nutrition in the morning than any other meal of the day. So if you skip breakfast, you really it's like you're going on vacation and you never filled your gas tank up before. So the breakfast is the most important meal. So that's why they say breakfast like a king, lunch like a queen, dinner like a peasant. So when you start to skip the meal, right away you start thinking, the rest of the world's eating breakfast, lunch, dinner. What's wrong with me? Why am I skipping breakfast? Oh, maybe I should eat it. Maybe my energy will go up. Maybe I can, you know, improve my system, feel better more mentally, physically, you know. So the body runs on the food. The food is our energy source with the water, of course, and oxygen and sunlight. But the uh, when, when things start to, uh, you know, disappear from our life, from these patterns, this self-checklist is the idea to look at our body, make sure all these are in line, because when they're, they're starting to change and become, you know, out of balance, then our whole system will go out of balance. So they have a saying for thousands of years, when the body is in balance, no symptoms may exist. But it's these things, the, uh, the full sleep, the, the full life force energy, good urination, good bowel movement daily and normal, the, uh, the body odor, 
non-existent or very minimal. The symptoms, none to very minimal or very mild. Body temperature, regular, neutral. Emotions, balanced, harmonized. Water intake, good and regular. Drinking half our body weight in ounces. Three meals a day. Eating healthy food, organic food, hopefully some fresh or wild food if you can. If we can do all these things, next thing the body will just, it'll perform at an optimal level for us. So I give you these tools and uh, check them out for yourself. See what you can discover and remember them and integrate them to your life. Memorize them because sometimes you learn something and then later you learn another thing and another thing and then you forgot what you learned the first time. Now this this set of knowledge here that I gave you, it's, it's one of those learnings that if you can keep it, integrate it, and rememorize in your life, then, then you use it for your family. Check your husband, check your wife, check your kids, observe, see what's going on, and then try to connect the dots. See why things may malfunction. Maybe it's just a habit. Maybe you're overworked, overstressed. Maybe there's all these other things going on. Your, your, your mind's not so clear, so you start losing this balance. Bring these things, these nine things, back into balance. Watch your body return harmony. Watch your body start to perform optimally. So that's your, your uh, self-analysis checklist. And uh, that's for the physical body. Let's go into a few others, okay? So the second one I have is work. Work. The environment at work, it can be conducive for you. It can also be detrimental. How do you feel at work? Do you feel good? Do you feel bad? Pay attention because sometimes the uh, you got to adjust a few things at work so you do feel better. You don't get stressed and nervous and anxious before you even went to work for the day. And that, that can happen to some individuals. Sometimes Sunday comes, you start getting irritable, stressed, anxious. You don't even know why, but it's because it's Sunday. And the next day you have to go back to work. When this starts to happen, there's something wrong at work that needs to be fixed and addressed. Maybe the schedule needs to be readjusted, some stress load decreased, so you start to feel better. Because if you do the self-analysis on how you feel about work, how it's helping you in life, how it's supplying you the finances, or how it's not supplying you the finances, or how it's overstressing you, overworking you, and you're not getting you know, the adequate uh, you know, benefits from it or whatever, something needs to be rebalanced. So everything I talk about here is for a yin-yang balance. When everything's in balance, we just feel good. Everything's working well. And then we use the mirror technique. The mirror technique, whatever's on the inside is going to show up on the outside. So if we go to work and everything sucks, sometimes it may be the external environment. But what I'd recommend first, go inside and see what's going on inside of you. See how your emotional character is, your personality. Are you an A personality putting too much pressure and stress on you? Seeing all the crap in life at work, all the details, putting too much pressure on people, putting too much on yourself, you cause that. If that's the case, we got to step back and chill out, relax. Do more meditation, have more fun in life. Try to be more peaceful, easier on yourself. So as you become easier and peaceful on yourself, it starts to show up at work. Your employees, your your boss, they all start to notice that. So the mere technique is observe how the inside is and see how it reflects into the outside. The outside is a reflection of the inside, and what's on the inside reflects to the outside. So with this knowledge, I, I can't spend too much time on this, otherwise we're going to miss the other ones out. But just start to observe. When you have the shit and crap on the inside, when you see your life is also kind of reflecting the same pattern, Change the inside, and if you get some successes when you change the inside and the outside improves, after you do that 3, 4 to 10, 15 times, 
those experiences will become your teacher and then you'll understand how the mirror technique works so just observe be the observer and see how that can you know benefit you the third one's your home the home is very important the location are you in a neighborhood that's dirty are you in a neighborhood that has a lot of trash are you far from a neighborhood or a city that's lonely and maybe that would describe why you're so lonely all the time because you're so far from the activity of life or are you in an area where there's too much activity too much sound too much you know cars and music and sirens that you can't be peaceful in your home the location can be a big factor are you living next to a gas station with toxic fumes blowing into your face when you're relaxing in your backyard or you know are you living in a house that's very calm and peaceful is very organized the plants are alive you got flowers in your yard your house is organized and clean you know the location the cleanliness the appearance it can all play a factor in how you feel we've all had the experience we've walked into a a building or a yard or a home we walked in and we say wow this this place is awesome i just love how i feel here you know this is what we should copy and implement into our own our own home so if we do this to our own house our own home it'll start to affect us and give us a similar feelings so we call this in the china to call feng shui feng shui is the the art and the placement of things in our living environment so feng means the wind shui means the water it's the balance of the wind and water the environment with the air how the air flows how the energy collect how the how the rain comes down or how it collects and drains off our property who wants to live in a a flood zone who wants to live in an area that the half the yard gets flooded you know three-fourths of the year from from the rain accumulating there so the environment the uh, how the air blows through there are you getting fresh air that blows through or are you is the air kind of stale is it sitting there is it getting moldy is it is it blowing through us a nice breeze very calm very peaceful you know all these these characteristics the location the the cleanliness the uh, the way the yards designed with the flowers the plants is it is it spacious is the inside beautiful is the in- outside beautiful how does the inside and outside compare our home the environment is it clean or dirty do we have trash and waste everywhere remember i mentioned the mirror technique if your house on the inside is very clean everything's organized that's because it's you you did that you felt you need to have a clean organized environment but if your environment's trashy and messy and unorganized that's you too it's a reflection the mirror technique if you can't organize your body mind and spirit if you can't organize your health your diet your lifestyle it's going to show up in your environment so you look in the environment you can see a reflection of yourself so when you start to change the outside of the your uh, your yourself change the uh, the room the living room the closets, the kitchen, you start to organize, clean these up. When you start to do that, you're probably going to feel better. And as you feel better, it's a reflection. The outside infects the inside. But as you had the desire to change the outside, it came from within and manifested out. So see how the outside inside connect. If you want things clean and organized, you have to have that thought inside first. And then later you create that on the outside. And when the outside is clean and organized, feng shui, next thing you start to feel good on the inside. So see how the outside inside connect. So we call this yin yang balance, like feng shui. You're outside in living quarters and environment. How clean, how pretty, organized, it's going to affect how you feel. It's going to impact you in various you know, ways. How you feel mentally, physically, 
if you feel harmonized, very calm, very peaceful, and very balanced on the inside, you're going to want that on the outside to have a very calm, peaceful, and balanced environment for your living. So this one is for the home. It's the uh, deals with the feng shui. The next one, the uh, we're going to talk a little about the relationships. The relationship with your your work, the people there, your bosses, your employees, your your husband, your wife, your kids, other family members, your friends. Analyze them. How's it going? What can get upgraded? What can be improved? Who who do you have a, a situation with? Who are you doing really well with? Our goal is we have a harmonious relationship around with everybody. And if you have a, a disharmony with somebody, put more focus to that. Fix it. If you have a very harmonious relationship with someone else, just enjoy it because it's harmonious. Analyze. See who needs to be upgraded and put some attention, some time, some focus, some love, some passion into it to try to improve it, to make it better. Where, where there's a will, there's a way. So if you if you try and try to understand the person, see where they're coming from too. Because sometimes people are Maybe they're just a little anxious and grumpy as their character. Just understand that and don't take it personal because sometimes people, they are the way they are and it offends us. It offends us, makes us feel at unease and then we backlash, we give it back to them and then they get even more upset and then pretty soon we got some quarreling going on. So sometimes you just understand that people are the way they are and just create a harmony with them and a balance and let it go. Don't take it personal and next thing you notice, they become closer to you. They like you more. And the next thing you realize, man, they're like that with everybody. You know, it's not just me. So don't take it personal sometimes. So the relationships in our life, analyze them. Do a self-check. How are they? Which one can use an improvement? How can I upgrade? Check the time. Make sure you diversify your time. Put the time in the right place. Maybe you're not spending enough time with your significant other, your wife, your husband, your friends, your kids. And the relationship's failing. Analyze your time. Make sure if you want these relationships to succeed, you give enough time. Give it what it needs, like a garden and these fertilizing to grow and develop to become to a higher level. So pay attention to these things. The next one is about our life. How is your life going? How's the direction? Is it positive or negative? Are you, are you going in a direction in your life that you feel good? Is your life, uh, your health doing well, your work going well? Analyze the big picture of your life. Do you like where you're living? Do you like where you're heading? What are you doing to make yourself feel better? How are you going to upgrade it? Analyze the life. Check it, analyze it, upgrade it to the best that you can because sometimes when you analyze your life, you realize, wow, 10 years ago I, I didn't want to be here, but I'm still here. Why is this? Then when you analyze your life, then you can change. But if you don't analyze it, how can you ever have change? So one consistent thing in our life that is 100% all the time is change. The only thing that's going to happen consistently forever is everything changes. It never never you know stops, never stagnates. It's always moving, changing. Very, life is very dynamic. So we got to analyze life and then go with it and see how we can upgrade it. Okay? So that's the life. The next one is the, our learning and education. Did you learn something in your life, in your week, your month, your year? Did you get some education or did you not? And if you wanted some and you didn't get some, you better get some. But make sure whatever you do learn, you educate yourself with. Make sure it's useful. Sometimes we get knowledge and we educate ourselves with uh, stuff that's useless. I've met plenty of people in the clinic that have got a master's degree in this. They've got a uh, you know bachelor in that this other thing in here all this education spent two years three years four years 
And then come to find out they're working at the health food store or they're working at some other department store. They're not even doing what they did for their education. So be careful as you invest money. Make sure you're going to use it wisely. So don't just go learn something just because you want to say, hi, I learned something. I got this degree or I went to this course. I went to this training. Make sure it's useful for something in your life, whether it's your health, your finances. You know, maybe you went to... You traveled through life. You went to different countries or states or whatever. And you learned and you experienced. You saw different cultures. You saw how people lived, how they ate, how their emotional pattern was, how they approached life. This is all about, you know, learning and education too. So travel is a great way to learn. Then our spiritual development, what have you, have you done spiritually? Maybe nothing or maybe too much. Sometimes too much can be too much too. You need a balance there. You know, the meditation, the yoga, the uh, Tai Chi, the Qigong, whatever other spiritual development you can do to help keep our mind in a good level, to keep our mind very peaceful, very happy, so it can promote the growth of it and in our life and have a positive impact on it. And then physically, what did we educate ourselves with physically? Or what did we learn to help our body physically? Did we learn some uh, different, you know, sport, you know, some exercise routine, like I mentioned, the Tai Chi, yoga, Qigong, or maybe some, you know, swimming, some horseback riding, various things. What what did you do physically? What did you learn physically to do for yourself? So these things, the education, the learning, you know, the different types that relate relate to the health, the finances, travel, spiritual, physical. Analyze these because the more education, the more you learn, it helps you. It's a positive. It's an investment for yourself. But sometimes when you you didn't learn anything about health, you didn't learn anything about finances, you didn't learn anything about traveling around the world, seeing other cultures, other ways of living, you didn't learn any spiritual development, you didn't learn how to you know learn anything new to take care of yourself physically. I'd imagine you're probably going to suffer in those areas because you didn't learn anything to amplify, to boost up, to uh, have any positive impact in those areas. So. Self-analysis again. Make sure you check these out, okay? Okay, our last one, goal and dream. Our goals and dream in our life, make sure you have these goals and dreams. Do a self-analysis. Make a dream board. Have a journal. Write down things that are your goals, that are your dreams. Whatever you think about, your passion, whatever is in your mind you're thinking about more often, that you enjoy, that you like, keep those. Write them down. Put them on a dream board. You know, put notes on the wall and your mirror, whatever. It seems a little crazy, but hey, if you want to get to your goal and dream, it needs to be everywhere. In your thoughts, your physical environment, everywhere. Otherwise, you're not going to get to your goal. You're not going to get to your dream. And one day, you're going to look back and you're going to say, oh my God, my life, I'm 80 years old and I, I never really, now I can't. My health, my finances, you know, I'm, I'm by myself. You know, my significant other is not with me anymore. I, I, I don't have a dream. I don't have a goal. I think I'll just become a couch potato. Hey, how old you are doesn't matter. But your goal and dream, no matter if you're young, middle-aged, or older, make sure you have one. Make sure you follow it and you go for it. It's a step-by-step process. It's not always 100%. Boom, there it is. You might have to walk through this path in life to get to your goal and dream. And it might be 10, 20 years. But you keep on that path. You stay persistent. And very consistent, you might get to your goal and dream, and then you'll have a very, you know, pleasurable life. You'll be very pleased, you'll be very happy, you'll be very fulfilled. And as you're very fulfilled, very happy, who's the first person that's going to benefit from that? Your loved ones. They're going to see the reflection, how happy you are, how passionate you are. 
how much you enjoyed life, how you've went through, and then they might look at you and observe you as a role model and then see how the positivity reflects into the environment. And it might not only be the family, it might be friends and coworkers and other neighbors. They might notice this. So have a positive outlook. You know, watch out for the negative outlook on life. You know, try to have the goal and the dream. Stay positive. Do the best you can. So these, listen to it again. If you didn't get them all, you can write them down. The uh, maybe, maybe one section of these are more important for you than another. Use those first, but don't disregard the last one because you could, you could, uh, you know, focus on the relationship, but then you forgot about your health. I promise you that if you're unhealthy, it's going to affect your relationship too because if you're on all these medications, you're always going to the hospital, all these clinics, whoever's taking you there, all your family members and loved ones watching you go through that, they're not going to feel so happy emotionally. So the health the relationship, your life direction, your learning education, the goals, the dreams, the uh, your work environment, your home environment, all these things, try to do your best to put them together and have a self-analysis, a self-checklist to make sure you can upgrade them, do the best you can, make sure they're on the right track, make sure everything has a yin-yang balance, you're every, everything you're doing well. So I'll leave you with that. I hope that gives you some uh, extra homework, something fun to enjoy, and something to implement in your life. It's very useful and a great tool to have only a positive influence. That's my goal. It has only a positive influence, positive outcome. And as it affects you, share it with people, friends and family members, your kids, your loved ones. And the next thing, everybody starts to benefit from it. So this is my goal, my purpose. This is uh, Justin Fontanini. I'm going to sign off. It's the Health Connection. And I hope you have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed this uh, podcast, you can go ahead and click the like button. And I look forward to to having you on the uh, next show. Have a great day. And remember, every day is a great day. Enjoy.